Lesson one, basic hip. Welcome to the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is also available in iTunes and at thejazzsession.com, where you'll find Amazon links to help you purchase the music you hear on the show. And starting today, you'll find a new member section. So here's the deal. The Jazz Session is free, and it will always be free. But in order for me to continue to make it, I need at least some of the time that I dedicate to making this show to be compensated. This has to become a job if I'm going to keep doing it, because otherwise I have to do something else um, that will be compensated, and I won't have time to do the jazz session. And I would really love to keep doing the jazz session. It's been going for three years, uh, more than 200 episodes, more than 700,000 downloads. And this is where you come in. Even if you don't join you'll still get the same two shows every week. The show is free, it's going to stay free, and I want people to be able to hear it regardless of their income level. But if you go to thejazzsession.com slash join, or just go to the main page and click on the join link, you'll see that there are now a series of membership levels, both monthly and yearly. A starting is low, and the monthly side is 10 bucks a month, and is low on the yearly side is $110 a year. At the uh, introductory levels, monthly and yearly, you get mentioned on the members page and you'll get access to some future members-only bonus content uh, that will be coming from the show. At the uh, middle level, either $25 a month or $250 a year, you'll get the members page mentioned, you'll get a uh, the Jazz Session sticker and access to the bonus content. And then at the two highest levels, uh, $50 a month or $500 a year, you'll get uh, the members page mentioned, the sticker, you'll get a Jazz Session t-shirt, you'll get future uh, bonus content, and you'll get mentioned as a sponsor on each episode of the Jazz Session. So uh, I need uh, probably about 100 people to become members of this show at any of those levels uh, in order for this show to, uh, honestly, to make enough money for me to keep doing it. And so I'm beginning my request for membership starting today. Uh, I'll be talking about some uh, some target goals in the shows ahead. But if the Jazz Session adds some value to your life, uh, I would greatly appreciate it if you could uh, find a little bit of money. You know, 10 bucks a month is... Uh, you know, a couple of coffees uh, at a high-priced coffee place, um, you know, maybe uh, one lunch that you brown bag and you give to the show, uh, it it definitely needs your support in order to continue. Um, I just can't keep doing it for free. So thanks very much. Uh, please visit thejazzsession.com slash join and uh, become a member today. Uh, I greatly appreciate it, and uh, thank you for the support you've already given to the show and, uh, you know, for making it as successful as it has become. And I look forward to your memberships helping it to continue for a long time to come. Great guest on today's show. It's pianist Danilo Perez. He has a new CD on the Mac Avenue label called Providencia, and it begins uh, with a tune called Daniela's Chronicles. Thank you. 
My guest is Danilo Perez. He has a new CD on Mac Avenue, uh, certainly not his first CD, but his first for that label called Providencia. And uh, it is my great pleasure to welcome Danilo to the Jazz Session. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, Jason. It's a pleasure to be, to be here. Uh, right before we started uh, taping, we were talking about uh, being fathers. We both are fathers of young children, and uh, I know that being a, a dad really underlies both what you're doing in the world and also um, the music on this record. Can you talk about the, the impact of the birth of your daughters and uh, the ways that that's kind of affected both the music on this record and the way you've chosen to, to act in the world? Well, since my birth of my first daughter, actually, and I just that kind of started reflecting on, on wow, what are we going to do for the future of this my daughter of this wonderful, you know, that feeling, that miracle feeling that so much responsibility and also a big challenge to provide uh, um, a better world for her. Then when the next one was born, I even thought about it, like, what are you doing so we can have a healthy life for them? What are they going to do? What are we doing? I imagine them asking me, Daddy, why are you adults? leaving us and this is the whole idea of the record is based on the idea that whatever whatever we do as human being um, has an impact in the universe the word the word providence means standing up and doing something for the next generation uh, I, I do want to, uh, a little bit later in the interview, talk about some of the things that you're doing um, kind of that are still connected to music, but a little bit outside uh, the performance realm. Uh, but just coming strictly back uh, to the new record, uh, it, even its beginning, Daniela's Chronicles, Daniela is the name of your older daughter, um, it, I've always felt a little bit jealous about people who had composers as parents uh, and who could write them music for their entire lives. And uh, this Daniela's Chronicles sounds like it might be the beginning of uh, a series of pieces kind of chronicling uh, her growth. Can you talk a little bit about that? It sounds like a great idea. Yeah, the, the um, since she was born, uh, my my first daughter. I mean, that that feeling, that impact she had on me, it was it was truly amazing. And um, you know, I I I started committing to um, wanted to write a piece that was in relationship to her development. And um, Daniela's Chronicle is a five movement piece that. You know, has different moods of her development, and I kind of watch her how she was developing. One day she was in a certain way. The first part is when that feeling of birth. Then the second part is when she started getting up and and running around. Then the third part is when the Carolina comes in, the old, my other daughter, and I try to do a film scoring of her uh, growth, basically. Thank you. 
how that piece came about. And, you know, I get to the point where she even, you know, how children become around three, well, before that, but, you know, they start having their own opinion and they started to say no, no, and you say, <laughs> be careful, and they say, oh, no, that, daddy, this is, uh, this is what I'm going to do, basically. They can't articulate it in words well, but they can articulate it with action. I'm going to explore, I'm going to be adventurous, I'm going to research, you can't can't stop me from that. <laughs> so Daniel, Dan, Daniela Chronicle is really that, that whole, and sometimes they, they change, you know, one day they feel in a certain way, the other day, that's it, it's finished, you know, they move on to an, a different uh, dynamic, you know. And I love this idea, uh, you said somewhere that I read, uh, you know, hopefully it will be a symphony by the time she's 17, I just think that's, that's such a beautiful idea, what an incredible gift to be able to give to your children. Yeah, in a way, it's um, um, you know, it's, it's cheap having a having a children, having a child, um, really brings a lot of emotions. I'm sure that you you have the same feeling when you write or when you 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 are doing other things in your life. Um, you know, it's just the music is such a, a wonderful escape um, um, to to write her life. You know, and, and so much inspiration I get from her. Another thread that runs uh, throughout this album is a celebration uh, of Panama, where you're from, and uh, I, I like to think that I'm not just an ignorant American, but I I cannot tell a lie. The only thing I know about Panama is that there's a canal there, and uh, this album does a lot, I think, to bring both some Panamanian composers and just your own your own love for your, your native country to the fore. Um, and one of the compositions, or I should say two of the compositions on here are by uh, and only two are by people other than you. Um, can you talk about the two composers whose work you've highlighted on this record? Yes, one is uh, Carlos Eleta Almarán. He, um, he's been uh, writing and composing pieces. This piece um, that he wrote is called Historia de un Amor. It's sort of like, uh, has been recorded by uh, Oscar Peterson, Julio Iglesias. I, I have the chance to hear this piece in a lot of different type of language. Um, I even heard it in a karaoke in Japan. <laughs> that was pretty, ama- pretty amazing. But he's a, a, a very well-known writer, songwriter of, our, of Panama. Thank you. 
the other one is Avelino Munoz, the Munoz family, who is, uh, um, is all, you know, they both are considered sort of like our Carlos Jovin of Panama. He moved, he used to play piano, Avelino Munoz, and he, he moved to Puerto Rico and lived a big part of his life there. Are uh, either of those composers still alive, Daniel? Uh, Carlos Eleta Almarán, it is, it's alive. Okay. Avelino Munoz is not alive. Okay. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to uh, to mention that's uh, just fantastic about this record, and I, I think speaks to who you are as a person, is the the international character of the band. Um, can you talk about some of the folks who are on this record with you? It's just a, an incredible group of people. Yes, I have um, Sara Serpa from Portugal, singer. Um, I have Rudresh Mahantapa, um, is a Lebanese, uh, is a Amer- Indian American alto saxophonist. Lebanese American uh, percussionist Jamie Haddad, Colombian uh, conga players Ernesto Diaz, and, uh, and a woodwind quintet comprised of a Colombian climate player too. Actually, um, you know this is basically is is my idea of of of, of, the, of the, is an expression of of this idea of global jazz, which is an idea that that uh, started resonating. Uh, really are starting taking shape during that my period I had with the DC Gillespie United Nations band. And I believe that um, you know through music we can we can find you, you know all the common uh, all, all the common tones that makes us uh, human, you know, all the things that I think through music we can work a lot uh, a lot of things that we don't it's hard to see in other like politically uh, uh, relate, relating to each other, I think through music you can you can you can feel and see that very easy. At the core of this band uh, is the the core that's been around you for a while now, uh, bassist Ben Street and drummer Adam Cruz. Uh, can you talk about uh, why the three of you are are such a a good unit? What you think uh, makes it work so well? Well, one of the things is there's a, a family element, a family um, feeling to ours. There's a um, uh, a love for the music, for life, to the, the way we interact inside the band stand and outside the band stand has a lot to do. I really feel also that you know the way Ben has been placed in a way that is very sort of like open, but also um, with with um, with groove, with uh, very adventurous. Adam has a lot of the aesthetics of you know connecting that bilingual type of drummer, you know, which is the, uh, 
he knows a lot about Latin music and also jazz. And uh, I think we just have uh, are going through the long process of struggle and create a, a vocabulary out of that. That, um, you know, what I love about Dan is like, you know, we, we, we say, let's go, let's go to the swimming pool, let's throw ourselves in, even if we don't know if they put water or not, you know, that kind of attitude. <laughs> You know, and 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 out of that, out of that um, fearless behavior, there is a vocabulary that has been built out of that. You know, we we can we have a, a magnetism about each other that is um is, is it only comes with time, you know, and 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 patience. And Danilo, when you talk about a vocabulary, do you mean, for example, that um, you can each kind of anticipate? What the other is doing, and uh, and here in the playing, the direction that that the music is going to go, is that the kind of thing you're referring to? Exactly, exactly. It's a it's a vocabulary that has um, sometimes has words, and sometimes has just body posture, uh, you know, uh, wink in the eye, um, you know, all these kind of signs that are developed, just like children, you know, that I can't really. Um, they don't have names, but they have uh, intentions. <laughs> Uh, last December, um, we lost one of the uh, the great educators, the uh, pianist uh, Charlie Benacos, uh, and there's a there's a piece on this record that's dedicated to him called the Oracle. Um, can you say something about uh, about Charlie and why you dedicated this piece to him? Well, Charlie um, helped so many people. Charlie was a, a um, he was a visionary. He really understood uh, the meaning of of teaching. He really understood uh, passing on information, um, respon- being responsible uh, for living and putting good seats in the world. Um, the way he thought was very personally. He spent so much time with his student. He was so dedicated. He um, there's one thing I will never forget uh, from him that is uh, 
he was asked about who is your best student, and he said, whoever I have at that moment. And I thought, wow, what a great uh, way to live life. He he just dedicated himself to people. Um, you know, he, I don't know, he, he's got this fire, this very strong, um, very happy, very, uh, he was so inspired to me. I mean, I just, when I find people like that in the world, I it's fascinating to me. It's fascinating to me that he, he would, you know, he would, so much he was about giving and um, you know he touched a lot of people helped you know the way he thought was very um, creative and adventurous and um, he had definitely a lot of significance for a lot of players that are out there including Michael Brecker Mike Stern I mean the, the list is long but he, he did it for so many years um, I was fascinated when I heard that uh, he had to go because he had to make a tape early in the morning to a student in Argentina or Australia, for example. Oh man, those kind of things really touched me. The, the level of commitment and responsibility. And he seemed to fit perfectly into this idea of the record about, you know, worry and being prepared for the future. Uh, as we're speaking, it's been uh, less than a week since you were on stage at the Detroit Jazz Festival. How did that go? What was that experience like? Oh, that was um, first of all, um, I was fascinated by the uh, by the by the idea. The, the, the whole concept was called the Flame Keepers, and um, you know, the, the Terry, she she's doing a fantastic job of booking and and really. Uh, Bringing, putting that festival way, way where it should always have been and where it belongs to, because Detroit is, is, is like such a fundamental uh, city for jazz and, and North American music. Um, I was, I'm fascinated by the audience. I was fascinated by the time, by the time I got there, it was freezing. It was cold, but we went in, and because of the energy of the audience, because of these. The, the the way people were interacting and that it didn't matter to be honest and my hands were freezing I just dived into the piano and we went at it and um, it was a fantastic experience we had a very very um, exciting conversation with 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 the audience that day and um, I 
I was just, I came back home with such a level of optimism from that festival, um, ready to bring that energy and put it back in Panama and and, and Boston, all the projects we're doing here. But um, I was fascinating, and I was also, you know, shocked in a way that, because a lot of times the, this idea of Detroit is not doing well and all these things which are uh, economically probably and are real, but at the same time, you saw a level of of, of uh, people and level of fans and a level of optimism that is not portrayed in the normal news media most of the time. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, to me that sometimes when things are at their most dire, people turn to art and music, and they, they need that more than ever, and maybe that was an example of that. <clears throat> I, I Well, if there's an example, here is one, definitely. I mean, the, the people are so alive. The, the, it was fantastic. I mean, during the whole day, they were they sharing. They, they almost like feel like they all play music. They, they, somehow, they, at, you know, even the applause felt like like they were clapping into a beat, and it was really fantastic. I'd like to talk about uh, a few of the projects uh, that you're involved with, and I guess it seems like the natural place to start after we're talking about the Detroit Jazz Festival is talking about the Panama Jazz Festival. Uh, can you tell folks about that? I, since I left Panama, I committed to giving back to my people. You know, committed to, I would say, if I ever study, if I ever learn, if I ever, I will come back and make sure that also other people had the same opportunity. And since I left, I started coming back every year, working with group of students going around the country, just giving back, giving back. Every year I will commit. And after so many years, um, I really had this dream to do a festival, um, especially after my first tour with this Gillespie that I saw how San Sebastian, a little place in, in Spain and a beautiful place, become such an international spot. I said, I would like to do the same thing in Panama. And it came to a time where I took the chance, and it was a very risky proposition because we couldn't really get um, a real sponsor. You know, we only got one support from the mayor and two of my friends um, that really come in. I, I, I put money in, you know, it was a very, very risky, risky situation. Anyway, we went through and what I, what has happened since then is that the festival has become sort of like a place where music uh, becomes an instru- instrument to change uh, people's life. Music um, allows for great artists to come down, interact with normal people, with people who have never had this opportunity, and it has become a symbol where we. Uh, basically, through music, we, we we take music as a social tool. You know, we, we give people hope. There's a big change. There's a big change between American universities, um, European u- universities now that are coming to, and it become a big center of education and a big exchange for creativity, for a, for a, a work uh, celebrating life through music, all those values. The festival has taken a tremendous turn, and um, that's what the Panama Festival is about. By doing great quality music, providing um, the best 
art we can provide. We also touching people's life and people's future in a tremendous way. We have already make a huge impact. And a lot of those kids that eight years ago saw it as a dream, now they're actually finishing their bachelor or their master's degree here in Boston or Puerto Rico or even Europe. Through your foundation, you're doing direct work uh, with disadvantaged uh, young folks in Panama City, right, to help with music education? Yes, we work. Basically, um, I believe, as my father told me when I was a kid, that through music, you can change people's lives. You can affect people's values. You can help to build a better principle as a citizen. You, you, can, you, can, you can make somebody... Um, um, through music you can teach a lot of things and the foundation has become um, a place where all the kids from the area because we are located in a very um, uh, difficult area and we work with the kids from the community and you have to see what's going on with these kids they're playing music they're learning respect to to music, they're learning discipline to music, they're learning teamwork to music, they're learning that that we have to be independent, but we also have to uh, be dependent, that, you know, we learn about collectivity, about community, about exchange, that's what we teach at the foundation, we teach all those values through music. Uh, another uh, Panama-based project uh, that you're involved with, uh, which seems really fascinating to me, is Junglewood. Can you describe what that is? Junglewood is a magical place um, where music meets ecology, and it's a it's a place that um, that I believe we can um, help build. We are building and help build. It's not finished yet, but it will be finished in the Panamanian rainforest, and it's basically designed to encourage um, eco eco consciousness. Um, a place where you learn to love nature through music and vice versa. A, a place where uh, human beings can go and explore creativity, listening, uh, becoming more and more and more and more human. That's what uh, Jungle Wood is. Well, I'm ready to go. When do we leave? <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> um, Next next festival, man. You got to come <laughs> to the next festival. Oh, that sounds amazing. Uh, and finally, can you mention the Berkeley Global Jazz Institute? Yes. 
Um, Berkeley Global Jazz Institute um, is is an institute that is based in Boston, and it has three main goals. The first goal is social change through music. That's what that is. Second, the second goal of the institute is interdisciplinary work with the different disciplines. In other words, we provide an environment where we get the the different arts painting, uh, the different examples for the kids to interact. And we believe that learning music is not the only way to learn music. You can learn it through all the disciplines too. And then the ecological uh, comparison for the study of creativity. In other words, accessing ecology, accessing um, the trip, the jungle trips, accessing nature for human creativity. And a prime example of that is that I will, and I have and I will have then, transcribing birds, transcribing the sound of the river, uh, singing a tone. That's what the Global Jazz Institute uh, main goals are. And it's a, a program, it's an honor program that has been established in other, in other words, it's, it's very much based on what I've been doing in Panama for many years. And it's based on the idea that we need to work in be- building better musicians, but also we need to work in build better human beings, basically. It's more important um, to have that combination, that one, only one of them. And we can do it through involving the education in a, in, a, in a different type that has been. In other words, teaching the kids, I take the kids on the road, we go out to the different clubs, we give them life experience, through life experience. We um, have the um, social work in the city too. We've been working with retirement home. It's a, it's a wonderful program, a wonderful experience that we all live in. It's not only the teacher teaching the students are also teaching us, and that's what the Global Jazz Institute, in a in an edited way, is 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 about. <laughs> My guest is uh, pianist and composer Danilo Perez, and uh, he has a brand new album called Providencia, which is on the Mac Avenue Record label. Uh, I neglected to mention that he also uh, was the recipient uh, of a 2010 award from uh, the Ibero American Association of Communication and the University of Oviedo for his work. Uh, in uh, helping to build and rebuild uh, the concept of Ibero-America. As you can hear, uh, Danilo has so many things going on. Uh, We could spend just hours talking about the amazing projects, and I'm so happy that you uh, took some time to to talk to me here on the Jazz Session. I thank you very much for being here, Danilo, and uh, wish you continued success. Thank you very much, Jason, and to all the listeners to to keep and stay on supporting this, this wonderful art.
That's music from Danilo Perez and his new CD on Mac Avenue Records called Providencia. My thanks to the Respect Sextet for the theme music to this show, which I believe I've already forgotten to mention is called The Jazz Session, presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Again, thanks to the Respect Sextet. They've got a new CD at RespectSextet.com called Farcicle Built for Six. Thanks also to Dave Rabel, who designed the Jazz Session's logo. Don't forget, uh, please become a member to keep the Jazz Session going. Uh, I need to get some uh, money flowing into the Jazz Session in order to keep this uh, labor of love uh, on the air, so to speak. So if you visit thejazzsession.com slash join and become a member, I would greatly appreciate it. Membership levels start as low as 10 bucks a month or $110 a year, uh, which is actually even slightly cheaper. So thank you very much. Uh, now, go out and support live jazz whenever and wherever you can and come back next time for another conversation about jazz on the Jazz Session.